0: thanks for watching, listening. We're on episode 107 of VIP Boxing's Bell to Bell podcast. You know, you can get us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those platforms. So we're very easy to access. Please have a listen. Please like us or even don't like us. You know me, Steve Lillis. You know the main man up there in the top, John Evans, with his, uh, what is it, motorbike helmets behind him? Or no, it's NFL well, motorbike, helmets. Motorbike helmets downstairs. All oh, right. Oh, of course, you got your new racing bike. We saw it last week, and a fine red beast it looks, John. Yeah, join the Ducati club, haven't I?
1: Every some people want like Ferraris and Bentleys and stuff. I've always wanted a Ducati. I wanted wanted to be Carl Fogarty when I was younger. So I'm I'm on my way now at last.
0: You're still the poshest man in Oldham with that bike, mate.
1: <laughs> you have to anyway, keep moving, of it. Nick it.
0: I tell you what, special guest tonight. Um. A guy John has seen box the other um, recently. Um, someone I've got to know since I've been matchmaking over the past few months. It's been great getting to know him. He's a really a seriously good journeyman and knows what this game is all about. Um, yeah. I think it's 30 fights now. It's George Rogers. George, yeah. thanks for joining us. Um, I've got to know a little bit about you over the last few months. And, you know, we told me about your work and all that on Saturday and yeah. what you say to boxers. We're going to talk about that later on. I've even spoke to John Evans about mm. this. So we'll <laughs> even surprise John about what you do and all oh, that. But uh, yeah. are you out? Every, I think you said you're out every week this month in March, aren't you?
2: I'm out. Uh, no. So I'm having the 11th off because I've got a few six rounders at the back end of the month. Um, Hopefully, out this week, mate. So, Scott Kalo, as you know, my manager, we call him the, the magic man. Hopefully, he'll, he'll magic summits up and I'll get something this week. Um, awesome. But yeah, so not the 11th because we've got because of the six rounders, we thought we'd have a break that week. because um, so we've got a couple of them on the spin or close to on the spin. Um, but yeah, so yeah, but this hopefully, something comes up this week. I'm hoping, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, whenever I ring Scott's a book here, he must know yeah. it in the top of his head before, without checking. Because he comes back within seconds on a WhatsApp, even though he's at work all day. And he just says, no, he's in so-and-so that week. And he yeah. couldn't even have time to check a book to tell him. So he must have <laughs> it all registered in there.
2: He's a brilliant bloke. Yeah, brilliant bloke. He does so much for his fighters, honestly. He's Yeah, he's a top top bloke.
0: He works, he trains, he used bo- yeah. to box, yeah. he manages yeah. and promotes.
2: Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: George,
1: he doesn't. George, yeah. George I, was, I was, I was just talking off before we started recording. You know, you you don't know, you don't really come around Manchester much, and yeah, I saw you against Alberto Cumi a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, God, that's a good test for any young fighter, George. Yeah, people look at you like ignore the record. You you can fight a bit, and it, you're going to give people a real awkward night's work. When yeah. you turned over, was it to become an opponent? Did you have that in your mind, or is that yeah. just something that dawned on you and you've fallen into?
2: So, yeah, we'll go into that later, John, to be fair. But I am—I um, turned over being an opponent because we'll go into So I always had my day job that I'm passionate about anyway and wanted to build anyway. So I knew feasibly, uh, one, probably on ability level. And when I took it up, I won't get to the real high echelons of the sport Um, and just... I just knew with training, say you get certain certain levels, you've got to be training full time, and you to really excel at it? Whereas I can fit mine around my around my day job, you know what I mean? So I just I knew it was perfect for me. Yeah, I knew it, but I loved doing it and I loved it. I knew it was perfect for me being a being a road warrior. So yeah.
0: Yeah, so I say know we're gonna talk about your career yeah. later, but you were saying to me Saturday, you're one hundred fights and then walking away, aren't you?
2: That's the idea, yeah. Yeah. So I've just started a business which we'll go into uh, hopefully, but that once I get 200 fights, that I'll be ready to take over. Um, and I can look back and say, I've achieved everything I wanted to. And I've been up and down the country doing what I enjoyed doing, to be fair. Yeah, because it's tough work, it's tough work, as we know.
0: <laughs> yeah. right, all right. Well, we'll kick on with a pod. Now, you listen every week or watch every week. Joe. Yeah. I think you listen, you said, when you're on yeah. your, when you're traveling for work and, uh, We've got three minutes each round. John can get angry. He might have that smile and look mild manner, but he's not just, you know, you can imagine when I do cat, he being pretty nasty, can't you? We're yeah. here for car, <laughs> if you ever try to cut him up. He's one yeah. of those guys who come up to you and snarl at you and everything like that. But <laughs> yeah. if you if you don't keep quiet after three minutes, he's at it. He loses yeah, we're going
1: we, to get stricter on this aren't we? we've we been going way over on every round so yeah, we need to get the, back to what what we will, we will, was the, meant we, to be
0: we will and the last round is when we go over a little bit but well, we'll start yeah. um, with a subject um you've spoken about what your passionate about um george a, su- a topic that john's passionate about tank v garcia
1: yeah finally the lightweights <laughs> have got their act together and got we've, how long have we been talking about tank and garcia You've or been talking... tank against anybody, or Garcia against anybody, and finally, we're getting it. Um, so I'm going to refrain from slugging these lightweights off now until yeah. the fight's been and gone. Because this, there's no world title on the line, is there? I don't think. Yeah, Gar- no, because it's been 136 pounds, pound, pound, yeah,
0: pound overweight, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But this is this doesn't need a title. This is a real, genuine, modern super fight. I'll call it a modern super fight because of the way the profiles have been built but they're both explosive, they're both fast, they're both ambitious, they can both end a fight at any second. Little vulnerabilities about Garcia's chin when Campbell put him over, but he he showed real heart and character to come back and beat an Olympic gold medalist. I think that's a real underrated win from Garcia. Tank can be devastating on his day. I I just don't see how this can fail. The styles are made for each other, the personalities are made for each other. I, I, I think it... It's going to get a lot of hype and be built into the biggest fight of the year. And I think it might actually live up to it, this one. I, I think this is a, a surefire winner.
2: I agree. Yeah, I agree, John. Yeah. Yeah. Who, 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 who are you thinking? Who, who, who are you fancy?
0: I like Tank. I think Tank could be special. I do as well. Yeah. yeah I, I I like Tank, but you know what? It's a fight. I'm a bit cynical about it. I'll believe it when it happens. But you know what's yeah. sad about this? You know, you, you said it's a super fight, but... Isn't it a shame these guys, how great they are, they're still not known to the mainstream public where without, you know, it's a different world now to 30 years ago. You know, Leonard, Hathearns, everyone knew about them. You'd go to the cinema and watch them. Papers would write about them. They'd be on the radio all day, these fights. And, you know, it's a super fight by today's standards. Certainly not a super fight by the standards we know, John.
1: No, I oh, couldn't... Tank, well, Tank and Garcia should be fighting for the second or third time, like Leonard and Hearns. And if you look at the ages of them, at least that's one thing I will give these two over a lot of the um, top fighters at the moment. They're both in the mid-20s, aren't they? I remember um, Hearns and Leonard fought when they were in the mid-20s and put it all on the line. So, yeah, I'll I, I give them credit. You know, they could have easily gone different directions, but it's taken forever to get together. But they've both agreed to it. No slagging off of the lightweights for a bit, and I genuinely can't wait.
0: And the cushion there is, John, even for the loser, there's still a bunch of, shall we say, mega fights in that division.
1: Whoever loses, he's going to be seen by the rest of the lightweights as a high-paying easy touch, aren't they? Yeah. So the winner will probably go into hibernation for another year or something like that, but the loser might actually get more opportunities. I just want to see these guys fight. It's not happening enough.
0: Are you going to go to it, John, I wondered?
1: Ah, Possibly, possibly. I'll have a look into it. I think it's not jumped out at me for a long time. But this
0: this one was. Really yeah, just find out round two. You're gonna kick us off here, George, and talk that you know, you were yeah. telling me the other night about the narrative of um how you think the narratives could improve for these boxers.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wanted to put this out to you two boxing people. So I just think boxing with us as 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 a whole, boxing needs to we, we've really got to get people on board with the like area titles, English titles, uh, British titles, and build a narrative, the promoters or the board and the fighters themselves, of course, but just build a narrative around these fights because... They are absolute if once once people see these fights that they, they are absolute barnstormers like so i two i went to last year as a fan i went to one of scott's shows at the newark showground i went to chad sulkden versus joel McIntyre.
0: oh yeah joel which, won that
2: yeah which joel won with that punch and it was an yeah. absolute barnstorm and um, i also went to ryan amos and kyle haywood uh, show, a, yeah. and a carl show uh a carl Grieve show. Um, and they're absolutely brilliant fights and brilliant nights. Just as a boxing, like, we really have, I believe, we've got to get people to understand the fighters, understand what what they're about and get people to these fights because it's absolutely missing a trick. I don't know what you boys are thinking and just and how they go around doing that. And I thought I'd put this out to you too because yeah. it's so important.
0: I think British titles have gone missing. Um, I think when I say missing... Missing, you know, for attention yeah. because of the fact that we're we having, they're usually th- third or fourth on a bill yeah. on a, on a, um you know, a, a big card, shall we say. Yes. And they just get lost because the promoters are selling what the top of the bill is. And there's a, a per speed British title fight. Just gets lost. It's on TV at 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah. 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. No look, no boxing's on from 7 to 11. It's only us hardcore tuning in from 7 o'clock. People are getting home from football. They're having tea with their family on a Saturday. They tune in at half 8. The fight's gone. And I think, you know, the so promoters overlook the selling of these fights. I think for English title fights, a lot of them are on the small hall shows. Yeah. Is it down to the small hall promoters to push them a bit more? But, you know, I think small hall promoters, they're too busy just making sure tickets are being sold to, to true, set a narrative.
2: Stephen, John, do you think then, do you think the board should get a have a role in that in the fact i know them see themselves as governing things but would it be good if they jumped in a little bit more and i don't know if that actually worked on the promotion but i know that with this making certain matches or making across areas so you've got the midlands area against the southern area and a Saint, do you know what i mean and and, yeah. and, and supporting the poor law because as you know the small all promoters are so busy on getting over the line getting everything done i just i just think boxing really needs to do that to get people interested in the grassroots and then that'll build up throughout the sport um just yeah we've gone
1: on a little bit but just if the only two ideas i can think of i would love the occasional card where it was all everyone worked together and you got on the same card just a three three card tv bill the area title english title and british title all in the same weight division on one night so people could yeah. You could yeah. see, you could see the steps, and you could see potential matches. If the board were getting involved, maybe you've, could make it so that you've got to have won an area title to compete for an English. You've got to yeah. have won an English to compete for a British. That's what I we mean, all yeah. know. That people have just looked to circumnavigate around that, yeah. Don't we and, yeah. and look for yeah. these intercontinental
0: belts, but yeah. But best fight I saw last year was Brian Phillips and Mikey Gomez. A lot of people talk about that for the area title. Right. We've overrun there and Lee's gonna get angry with us there, John. I think our editor, it. You don't you don't know Lee Hogan. He'll interview no. you someday. I'm sure he will, George. but he gets angry with us. Very angry with John. Very angry man, actually. Um, anyway, round three. Look, I've got I've got to go back to last night. We'll recording this on Monday. People are moaning about the fight, Fury Paul. I mean, what the fuck did they expect? I mean. What did people expect last night? It's people, they, it was rubbish. What were they? They're they, they used to them to? What did they want? fucking hackler or something? I mean, it was yeah. never going to happen. Look, you've got two raw novices, yeah. one Tommy Fury who's shown his level, come in to give fair play a yeah. lot of pressure last night. I think, although he lost the fight, Jake Paul was the winner. Because for someone who hadn't stepped in a boxing gym two years ago to get where he has, Fantastic. Look, it was what it was last night. It was two novices having a fight. You know, it was, look, it was, look, you know, I think I, Dow Arrowsmith put something. I don't know if you watched, I think you was in the dressing room Saturday yeah. night. Dow Arrowsmith and Jake Bray, they had a marvellous yeah. four-rounder. Yeah. You know, that was, that was better than this. That, But that's what it was last night. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. It was what it was. The boys owned, earned a load of money. Nepotism's got Tommy Fury where he is. Don't begrudge him it. Go on, Jules. You you have your say. And I did watch it. I didn't. I watched it anyway. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Com- Steve. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. Honestly. Um. Yeah. I thought it was exactly what it was. Two professionals that had had under less less than ten fights each in their careers. Um. So yeah. No. It was. It was what it was. It was two two novices. At the level that you'd expect them to be at. So I thought it was good. And then to see who's going to go on and move on um, potentially out of those two, I thought it was good. Yeah, I have no issues with it. And people don't, yeah, people don't, people don't understand that when they're moaning
0: about it and stuff. But I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? We, I reckon we're more tolerant to it because we
0: see fights like that. Yeah. You know, that's a great point. You see them every week. As I say, I saw one every Saturday. Week. John, you it... never miss it. You rarely miss a small hall show in Manchester.
1: Yeah if, yeah, if 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 I'd been at a a Black Flash show, for example, and that fight had been on, that'd probably been the fight of the night.
2: Yeah,
1: as yeah. tough as it sounds, you know, we yeah. both give it for all. It, yeah. You know, it, 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 yeah, it was okay, and we're used to fights was. like that, so we're more forgiving of it. People who tuned in, who only watched Anthony Joshua and stuff like that, they are obviously disappointed and thought it was shite. But I don't know if if you up on small old shows and you, you don't miss them then it was pretty bread and butter really. I think it, that's we, a great yeah.
0: great point, John. About we watch them fights all the time. George will be getting ready and you'll pop yeah. out and watch a fight when you yeah. know you're on at eleven o'clock at night. Like when you yeah. froze at Liverpool Olympia the other month when you just <laughs> had the yeah. that was six hours freezing. I mean Scott took, a tough one, Yeah Scott took <laughs> you for some food to warm you up if I remember rightly. <laughs> can you imagine can <laughs> you imagine if Paul and Fury did the rematch at Liverpool Olympia shared <laughs> dressing room water? <underwater. laughs> Are we over there, John? Again, just coming up third time, right? John, over to you, and is I think we're gonna George's input here. Yeah, yeah,
1: George. Now, again, looking down your record, you've not been in with the top prospects, you do your journeyman work off TV, don't you? Yeah, Uh, but who is the, the best person you've been in with? I'll be honest. I saw Berto Kumi's debut, and I've been around Berto in the gym and known about him for a long while. And he looked pretty red hot to me. But you dealt, you negated him pretty well, and you could have won that fight. I think. Yeah. Who's the best person you've been in with? Who's the one who's you've earmarked for being like potentially really good?
2: So it's funny how mentioned that Liverpool night, (laughs) Uh, Sahiric Powell was really good, trained by Anthony Croller. How he makes super welter the size of him, uh, Eleven Stone, or I will never know. Um I thought when I started in December twenty one, I thought in Norwich uh, Dennis Nerger. Um he had Alban I think in Albania he'd won like their amateur titles and stuff. He was really good. And then I tell you, I think he'll get really good. Um, who I thought. I think Mike Lennessy Jr. will get really good. Really? I know. People have said, have said, do you know what I mean? He might fade out and stuff. I, I, I think I disagree on that. I think he's still young, still growing. I think he'll grow into his, uh, into his physique. Um, I think he'll be good, Hennessy Junior. I think yeah, he was good. It, that was a, that was a tough He evening. Got a
1: match really tough early, didn't he, Hennessy Junior? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I, th- I, think he'll come into it, Hennessy Junior. I think he'll come into it. I really do. Um. Yeah, he was good it's good he you know he, he it's hard he, 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 he hit like a mule <laughs>
0: yeah, it's interesting you talk about Sahir, Well, I was talking to Ant crawler about we're still trying to match him for a show in a couple of weeks he's yeah. um his next fight he's going to be 11 three on the day or 10 12 day before um yeah. but it's amazing he was doing well to wait a year ago one four seven
2: I don't know how the day or the size of it I don't know how
0: I do not know how well, what was Alfie yeah. Winter's like? Can I ask you that?
2: Yeah, he was he was, he was was really good. Yeah, Alfie Winter was really good as well. He, if I was to say a fourth, it would have been Winter. Alfie Winter, probably. Yeah, he was really good. That yeah, was on a Dean White show. He was really good. How, how long t- now does it take
1: you, George, to realise, hang on, this kid's this kid's handy, you know. Can you work it out with him? Is it the first time you feel a shot on your arm? Is it the way they move it? How long does it take you now to work somebody out?
2: uh first round john probably start maybe 30 seconds in once you've once you've had a couple of shots against you you think oh here we go (laughs) here we (laughs) go (laughs) or vice versa of course or vice versa probably probably 30 seconds in fortunately i think i've got the experience now which i know i know it all of a sudden like the lad lad who thought saturday jamie Mellers, he was good you know like he was good he was probably not of that ilk of a thought but i thought right oh no or not or 30 seconds is going to be tough i've got to do what I've got to do here and yeah, get me. Yeah, and I've got I've got to switch on and get myself through and, and go into the mode of when I know they, they're going to be really good. Yeah, when, Yeah,
0: you journey and all chat to each other because I saw you ask Seamus yeah. what Jamie Meller was like. So you, you yeah. must see these guys in the dressing room and say, Oh, who are you boxing tonight? Oh, I boxed him last year. He does, <laughs> yeah. I remember, Seamus was showing you a couple move moves what he tried to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he let me know about the uppercut that he throws
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, we're on to round five. This is going to be your rant, George, because you, you were a little bit angry about this on Saturday yeah. night. Box, Four-round boxers who have camps. I knew John would smile here. Yeah.
2: So when i have listening to your podcast, yeah, like I do. When i listening, listening to it, like I do. Um, just a lot of the prospects, to be fair, recently, less of them are doing it, whether it's it was a, like a backlog from COVID or something, people were doing it or – but – people having four rounders and then prospects going missing for certain periods of time. It's just, in my opinion, it's not, it ain't right. You've you've got to keep momentum, one in, in your performance and what you're working on in the gym, two in your ticket sales. And I suppose that the hype around you, the hype around your fights, if you're putting on good performances, it's definitely, it's just momentum. The harder you work in life at most things, as we know, the, the, the lucky you get and the better you get. Um, so just a lot of the prospects that I work, that, that I've that fought, and they'll they'll have a fight, do a four round, and then they'll commit it for three or four months plus sometimes. Um, and I just, yeah, I wanted to mention that and say, it's not the way I think You've, you, you get, get your fight done, this is how I would do it. You're back in the gym probably the week after, slowly moving, and then you're back ready again, developing your skills and learning on what you did. Just, I wouldn't have this camp culture for four rounders, guys. I don't know what you think. <laughs> they're going to go to the party, you know? Yeah.
0: I'm matching fighters, so I'm not going to say too much on this. I'll but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go on, John.
1: Oh, it's one of our pet topics, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, it's incredible. Um, one of my favorite little things to see is someone who's won a four-rounder 40 36 and then the yeah. next day they've, they've got the big Sunday roast of eating donuts yeah. all day yeah. and yeah. as if they've been in solitary confinement <laughs> on bread and water for weeks. <laughs> oh mate, you're yeah. not even had to make a wait. Yeah. You no, know, it's the yeah, it, it drives me berserk. You know, it should just be a case of for a lot of the people they're expected to win, you know, turn up, do your best, do your job. If you've got a couple of bumps and bangs, a couple of yeah. day off. But if not, get back yeah. in. I know for certain, gyms where the trainer insists the back on the Monday after a four rounder, but yeah. a lot of the, a lot of the fighters, we, I think we like having professional boxer in the bio on a yeah. social media more than we actually like the life.
2: Yeah, and they eat, they eat a lot, don't they? After a fight, we'll be waiting the first few weeks to get the weight back. Now,
1: challenge one of these kids to a rematch the week after.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, what is it like for you, Jules, when um? You're having a fight in the journeyman. You said you fought some really good kids. Well, you know they're not so good, and you know you've played your role. You've what? You know you've lost on points. You're going to collect your money with Scott or with your trainer, and they're jumping on all four ring posts. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, it is what it is, isn't it? I suppose I don't see that Steve I've done I've done my role in that scenario do you know what I mean I don't look into it too much to be honest um, I I know what I'm not I know what to do I don't but I, I know what I'm I know what I'm looking to get out of it I focus more on that um and don't give that too much thought to be honest yeah
0: I'll yeah. well, tell you what final round this is where you're going to review reveal your true self it's like your boxing yeah. gown comes off um you're a mortgage and financial advisor who has his own company, aren't you, George?
2: So, I'm a mortgage advisor. I'm training to be a financial advisor. Hopefully, we pass that relatively soon, all being well. Yeah. Um, so, yes. yes so yeah. That's, so, yeah,
0: the, just, you know, you hear a lot of boxes like four round kids. We were talking about this briefly the other night, and I saw you yeah. say to a box, I'm not going to say you point it to himself. I'm always telling him what he's, you know, do with his money and, and the stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say, you know, he might well be looking after it, you know. Uh, Do you find yourself, you know, just tell us about your job outside boxing and how much that means to you first?
2: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for this. So, yeah, so yeah, mortgage, mortgage i have got my own business doing that. Um, training to be a financial advisor. Um, and basically, when I said when I started the boxing, as I started it, so I did, yeah. So when I started it, I said I've just bought a house in Nottingham. Um, and I said, I want boxing to have paid for that financial asset for me, so to have, have, have paid my mortgage off by the time um, I'm done. Do you know what I mean? So then I can look back, because as we know, boxing is, is is the hardest sport. I think it's, definitely, it's the hardest sport in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, what, what you fighters go through, the emotions, what they go through, what they put their body through, Um Ultimately, I suppose it is, it is dangerous. it's dangerous to an element. You put you you're taking risk. Hopefully you get the reward at the end, but you're taking some risk. Um so I wanted to look back and say, right, when I do retire and hopefully want to get to hundred fights, I've looked back and that's what boxing's bought me. It's bought me that. So I ain't got a mortgage on that house. Such so wood, I should be hopefully getting into a position to be able to do that later this year. Uh, if I keep Incredible. doing the busy work, i can't do it. And I just think for other fighters to have those tangible, uh, not tangible, but sort of those goals where they're looking at it and they're seeing what they can achieve out of boxing. One, it'll motivate you to keep building and, and get to certain levels. And two, hopefully, because uh, like I say, it is the hardest sport. It's so, it's so difficult, especially if, if you're on the road or a prospect, just to look back and think that's what boxing got me and it's got me that security. Because what I don't want people to do is, is to finish boxing and then the money's gone whilst they're boxing and then it's not set them up for life because that would be gone through all that sort of heartache and all the difficult to, and then not have something to that's paid them back that's there for to get off from that security afterwards.
0: Yeah, so do you advise boxers or do you want to advise boxers when you retire?
2: I'd like to work with Scott, I think, and go into the management side. Yeah, go into management, then I can make sure they're looked after, and I, I would. Put my opinions in on those sorts of things. Yeah, I'd be because I'd, ultimately I'd want the best for them. I'd say, yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd, I'd want the best for them, so I'd give my opinions on that stuff.
0: And we, and both giving. Would you say to them, I want to take. Look, you know, look, I not This is sounded, you know, because people yeah. think managers taking money is callous. Yeah. Would you say, oh, I want to, you know, for each per say you're earning fourteen hundred tonight, and you're clearing whatever. I want to put 200 away for you towards your house or something, would Would you?
2: Yeah, Ide- ideas like that if I needed to, um, but I'd definitely inquire, inquire into what they're doing with it and how they're looking after it to make sure it's, I believe, that they're put into the right things or at least offer an opinion on what they're putting it into, I suppose.
0: So you've never yes. spent a penny of your earnings from boxing?
2: I've just used it to try and pay the mortgage down. Yeah, try and pay the mortgage down. That's what I said. Because then everything, you know, when I'm running or it's hard or I'm a spar- or I'm spar- I do it's far too much to fight so often. But when I, I think, right, I can look back and say that's what boxing got me. You know what I mean? You mean
1: so, you've not got a Rolex on your credit card? I,
2: sh- I, sh- I should do, John, yeah, actually. Good chance. So I,
1: I know a few people <laughs> who've done that. God, on man. John, here's a question for you. Yeah. We, we hear lots of people talking about fighters should be looked after by official boards when they retire. Do you think that's the case? You know, if you look at other sports, they don't have these things in place. Or do you think it's from, how can I word it without sounding condescending? I'm not sure I can. The backgrounds a lot of fighters come from, maybe we don't think like that. We don't think as far forward as people in other sports. Yeah. Or do you think it's on the fighter themselves like you have? So to maybe take a bit more responsibility for themselves. How, How do you, what's your viewpoint on that?
2: I think I think with boxing maybe it should be because yeah. it is it is dangerous what you're doing yeah. you know what I mean and it is it is does take a lot off does take it does take its toll on the body over time um, so I do think with boxing there should be that potentially not maybe with other sports I don't know them like I do boxing um, but with I think they should I think maybe so maybe I think maybe there should be. Yeah, it's just you. You the risk you want. I, I just If I had a fighter that I worked with later on, I just I want for the risks that they're taking and what they're going through, I definitely want them to have that reward at the end and make sure it was all worth it at the end, you know?
1: Yeah. Sort of questions just popped in my mind as well. It, it's slightly branching off. It's yeah. a daft one. Being a professional boxer, you know, when you're doing your car insurance or your home insurance and you've got a put occupation, <laughs> yeah. does it affect it?
2: um i'll it does on so this is going down on, uh off on, a, off on a tangent it does on like protection insurances so you know things like course life cover or critical illness or private medical care and yeah. all that sort of stuff not, it, not on the not on things like that normally they don't normally ask about professional sport it does on your protection yeah. ones
1: I've, I've been doing insurance and stuff yeah. recently Ask profession yeah and like, yeah insurance. yeah Oh, see, I, I just wondered yeah. then, does it make yeah. you more high risk if you, you're bombing it up and down the motorway at yeah. two o'clock on a Saturday night with 1,500 yeah. quid in your pocket? We're, we're, you're you're, <laughs> yeah. tra- yeah.
0: you're travelling around the country and, you know, yeah. for your other job, meeting new clients. I know you travelled, you said, yeah. so you listen to your podcast and podcasts like Bell to Bell uh, and stuff. When you meet, I've got to ask you this, George, yeah. tangent. Yeah. Or are people surprised you're a professional boxer? Because you're one of the least looking professional boxers I've ever seen.
2: Really? Yeah. I thought it hard You're breaking the idea here what, no. <laughs> no, no.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, the way you speak, the way you conduct yourself, like, you know, I noticed the other day you just go in and address him. You're always smiling. You just sit there with your trainer or with Scott or with, is it Owen Kirk, your trainer, yeah, and you just, yet. you're pretty chilled, aren't you? Yeah, I,
2: I, tr- I try. I, I've learned to keep it to myself unless it gets geared in the conversation. Not the fact that it affects people. It's just, I, I don't... Yeah, if you speak about it, and what I do notice is that it gets down the conversation if it's all about that. And then people will speak, leave the conversation when they think, all I do is talk about myself. So yeah, try, yeah, do you know what I mean? Because that could happen Yeah, I'll it, get that. Yeah, in. I'll get why as well. And then, yeah, and then so I try and... so, But then the ones that, are, that do, are, are, yeah, especially when you talk about the journey and role and stuff that I do, it's... It takes a bit of explaining. Yeah.
0: But then if I can get why you're a client, you're trying to make it all about them and where to yeah. get a mortgage. And they could leave thinking, well, look, what we did was talking about how he moves around the boxing ring. Yeah.
2: How he does the boxing. You see, to me, well, that's what I've learned that over time. Do you know what I mean? Because you can't get them off it then.
0: Yeah, you can't get them off it. And we've got you, you know, you desire what you want out of boxing. What do you want out of your financial business? Final question from me. Uh,
2: just a. To... Slowly build that over time, and um yeah, have all the people working for me and stuff, and give them a good life from it, from the business, like I would do if I managed fighters, I suppose. John, yeah. any? Nice.
1: No, it's, it's been good to get George on. It's been a, a totally different sort of view than we than we usually get. Yeah, yeah well, said. Uh, i said said been good to, on.
0: I said to Steve Woods yesterday morning. I said we're getting George Rogers on someone different this week. Just want to get a different opinion, especially that last round was what. Um, the best you face with, with great things to talk about. George, yeah. thanks for coming on. Um, I dare say I'll see you very soon. I think I've got you yeah. booked in. I don't know when it is. Hold yeah. on. You're booked soon, <laughs> mate. You're Oh, you're a busy man. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Stay on the is good, side.
0: Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've got you booked somewhere, mate. I can't find out where. I'm not yeah. there. Yeah, I think I've got you That's somewhere, anyway. Pages, yeah, yeah. Okay. somewhere in April, I think. But anyway, yeah. George, thanks for coming on. John, thanks as always. Uh, thanks, everyone, for, for listening. It's been a bit different this week, different sort of, uh, you know, we're usually all gobby and shouting on it. We've been more been interviewing George this week, asking him. And uh, I know Anthony Crawler will be made up when he, he sees a little blob on Twitter saying that Sir Eric Ball's the best I've faced. He'll love that. Yeah. yeah. George, yeah. thanks very much. Thank everyone for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks. For all boxing, info, news and latest interviews, amateur and pro, across and north, click and subscribe. VIP Boxing Promotions. Also, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.